Hi, this is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Spartan 117, and you're listening to the Horrible Movie Podcast. Now, finish the fight. Chief out. Well, we're very tired from a long Saturday of riding the escalator and talking to people <laughs> on the escalator at VisionCon. And um man, but what a great what a great trip, guys. It was fun. Um individually, what was your favorite part? Uh let's start with uh Jared. Oh, um can I say peeing next to John Wesley Ship? <laughs> you just said it. I oh I oh I can. Yeah. You just did. Yeah. Um I peed next to John Wesley Ship. Yep. Luckily you didn't have the mic out and try to No, no. <laughs> That would have been weird. Yes. And I'm not weird. No, you're not weird. I'm not weird. Jeez, Phil, guys. favorite part? Uh, Not to be kind of like repeating what Jared said. I'm not going to say anything about urine, though. Um, <laughs> I, I really like the John W. Ship uh, panel. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I also, I really liked Steve Downs. I'm, I'm probably more of a fan of Steve Downs. Uh, although you've played, you've played all the Halo games. And they're great. For 360. Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief. Yes, who opened, opened the show with that little clip. But uh, I really liked his panel too. I, um, you know, my favorite, my, my favorite thing of the whole, the whole time. Tell us what. Um, you guys, just guess. Guess what my favorite thing was. <laughs> um, Harry Quinn. No. <laughs> Phil. Um, was it the uh, drop pod, the Halo no, drop pod? No, <laughs> that was kind of funny though. Um, meeting Bob, Bob Catalano. Oh yeah, Bob. Uh, Bob yeah. is basically um, what? What was the? What, what's his title? Show Booker. Show Booker mm-hmm. for many, many people. And Bob is the man. And um, it was so much fun to get to meet him. And when yep. we we first met him under circumstances where it was like. No, we don't have time to talk to John Wesley Ship right now because he's tired. And we're kind of like, well, crud. And we really were kind of like crud because we didn't blame him, obviously, because he's just doing his job. Um, but it's one of those where later on we got to talk to Bob and it was awesome. Yeah. During the uh, John Wesley Ship uh, panel, he, he and uh, his other handler, I don't know what you call those other people mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. with, but they sat down beside us and then we got to strike up a conversation and traded cards and he was just a neat guy he's just talkative and yeah pretty neat good stuff um i guess we can say this here because we won't have audio of the john w ship uh panel unfortunately for the fans mm-hmm. but um i think one of the most unique things of the entire day was watching him interact with his fans like just walking around the room so like if you've ever been to a comic-con panel or any kind of a panel at any kind of a conference um, you know that the panel always sits up on stage and the people in the audience sit in their chairs and neither the twain shall meet. Right. But what, um, <laughs> what he did was, and I thought it was really cool. I mean, like five minutes into the panel, he went down to uh, talk face to face with a guy who was in a wheelchair. And then um, he just did that continuously for the next 45, 50 minutes 
um, kids, adults, it didn't matter. He was walking up to everyone who had a, a question for the Q&A and um, talking to them face-to-face, you know, human-to-human. So I thought that was really cool. Was, and, and what's really neat is that Bob was saying that that's his MO. Like, he does that everywhere yeah, he goes. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool because we've, yeah. we've sat in many a panel, and that's not the normal case, which yeah. is pretty awesome. It was awesome. Um, he picked up a uh, mini Flash kid and held her awesome in the, photo wall. held her in the air <laughs> just kind of spun around with her there's a whole family of flashes he was talking to it was really neat was the whole the whole family flash was there um we basically folks uh this episode and you know this already we didn't have a tuesday episode this week um because we were just recovering from vision con uh but we have a few clips and uh from our trip it's kind of like um family photos like if you go on a family trip and you take, you know, video or, or pictures from the trip and then you get back from the trip and you get the film developed because um, it's, you know, 1995 still. And you take a look at your family vacation photos or in today's terms, you pull out your iPhone and flip through the pictures and remember the great times you had. Um, so today are the clips and clip number one, uh, Phil uh and Phil titled these first two, which I love, um, In the Car, Comic-Con Preview, Shoplifting, and Tree Nuts. <laughs> Clip number one, uh, In the Car, and this is In the Car number one. So take it away, Phil. I um, wanted to tell everybody, welcome to the traveling, the mobile, horrible movie podcast studios. We're uh, headed south down Highway 65. Toward Branson, Missouri. That's honk. I love. Hey, open road. I told you. Oh, as we crash, <laughs> and that's the last time you heard anyone. Um, so we're going to VisionCon. We're actually not going to a show. We're not going to go see the Bald Knobbers or the Presleys. We're going to VisionCon, uh, and Brother Jared Chester, uh, Fact Checker Chester. Yes, sir. Is here in the house. Welcome. Welcome. And uh, producer Phil's actually the wheel man today. I'm driving, yep. And he needs to be a wheel man because he tried to walk out of that gas station back there with a Diet Mountain Dew <laughs> without paying for it. And Jared actually on the way out goes, did you, have you, and Jared did a nice thing because he said, do you, uh, you guys both pay? Because he didn't want to accuse <laughs> Phil because he knew Phil hadn't. But he goes, did you guys both pay? And I paid. I'd stood in line, and uh, I bought two pieces of breakfast pizza, and they were delicious. And I needed it bad. I was um, around the horror movie podcast studios. We have a joke that uh, Jack in the mornings, whenever he's uh, when we're going to one of these things, is morning Jack. Maybe I have a joke about that, and you guys just get to suffer through me and my rage. Um, but um, that pizza really hit the spot. Um, okay, so today, Vision Con, uh, we're going to see John Wesley Ship. He is uh, Father Flash from the hit TV show Father Flash, where he's a, um, he's a priest with a heart of gold, uh, but anyway, that's not a good joke. That wasn't going to go very well, right? Okay. Um, he is, uh, he plays. Grant Gustin's father, and he also plays. Uh, Grant Gustin is Flash on CW's uh, The Flash. 
And um, he also plays um, Jay Garrick now. And he's, you know, a great character. We also have Steve Downs, who is the voice of Master Chief from all the Halos, right? He is the voice. Yeah, he's been uh, the voice of Master Chief in every Halo. It's pretty good. Um, he also uh, will be there. We also have David Muir. I always say Muir. Muir? M-U-I-R. Muir. And, um, thanks guys. And he will be there. He is the person that created the uh, mold for Darth, ba- Darth Vader's helmet. He also has uh, done work on hundreds. And I mean hundreds of movies and movies, folks, you've all seen. He will be there. And then there are a couple um, great makeup artists from Hollywood. R.J. Had- Hattie and several others. Anyway, so we're headed down the highway looking for adventure and whatever comes my way. So we're going to go. We're going to hopefully get some good audio, great audio for the podcast, a very special episode. And yeah, the Vision Con episode. Last year we went to a couple of different Comic Cons. This year we're going to go to Vision Con and we're also going to go to Planet Comic Con, which Planet Comic Con is really filling out big time this year. Huge. It's taken a, it's taken a, a little bit of a build up, but it really is filling out pretty well. So, all right. I'm going to sign off for now. You guys have anything? Phil? He shook his head no. Um, he's worried about having to use this EpiPen later if we eat some cashews. We may go down to the Branson Landing and go to one of those little stands that has the uh, nuts. What if you ate, Phil, what if you ate um, like a, a cinnamon sugar like pecan? Would you die? I, I wouldn't die, but there would be bloody vomit everywhere. But now those those are pretty good though. They taste good. Have you ever had one? The cinnamon sugar. They're roasted and it's a pecan. Have you ever eaten one? Are you telling me it would be worth it? My question is, I've eaten several bags full of those, and they are delicious. Like some of my favorite food is those delicious, you know, cinnamon sugary treats. Have you ever vomited your own blood? <laughs> Well, I've got, I've been sick before for days, but but I guess maybe never were to the point. Now, how about this one? How about how about this? What if you ate a bag, and right would you would you shoot the epipen before you ate it? If you're like, okay, we have to eat this bag, or you will die. Okay, got to eat to the bottom of this bag. There's a key at the bottom of the bag to let Jared out of these shackles because he's tied up in a basement like Saw. It's like a Saw movie. This is like a great Saw movie. You have the EpiPen. Would you shoot the EpiPen before or after you ate the bag of nuts? After. It would be after? Yes. Um, it's just a thought. Think about it, okay? They're really good. These nuts are very good. I don't think, I don't think they're that good. Says, says the guy that's never had them. No, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, uh, Phil... Speaking from lots of experience here, 
These are cinnamon sugar, like roasted, Phil. Gosh, Phil. You have an EpiPen right here. You'll be fine. Can I just get the cinnamon and sugar? Not the pecans. Um, we'll talk about it. Is there a legume that you could eat? <laughs> yeah, if they do cinnamon sugar peanuts, I would love. I would love those. Not the same deliciousness. What's another one? What's a non-tree nut you could eat? I can have walnuts for some reason. Grape nuts. See, grape nuts. I, I think now you're being a hypocrite. I think what you're being now. <laughs> uh, pecans, cashews, almonds, all those are are bad, real bad. Uh, now. I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, – this is good audio, by the way. I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, cashews harvested. But there's a little – there's this husk thing around cashews that has this really acidic stuff in it. And the people in South America that harvest those, like if they get it in their eyes, it literally can just burn your eyes out. Wow. It's pretty good. Uh, this is our uh, tree nut episode. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we're going to talk to you later. Hope you guys are doing great. And we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to come back next with some great audio live from VisionCon in Branson. Come on down to Branson. This episode sponsored by Branson. For your family fun adventure, come on down to Branson. You'll be glad you did. Okay. I, I think the importance of that clip is that it was very informative for our listeners. You well, know, you don't learn something on every episode of HMP, but... Yes. And, and I think that what... You don't really get to know us personally sometimes uh, and kind of what our quirks are. And, Phil, we know now that if this is this, this is possible, that this is if this if our lives are a movie, that this is the part of the movie where we foreshadowed your horrible, <laughs> your horrible allergy to tree nuts. Yeah. And then we laugh about it now. But in the in the future time, maybe that allergy is actually what has helped you build a tolerance up to something else, and these aliens come and attack all of us, and you're actually the strongest. But at least my death is, means Jared's freedom. It's true. This is true. This is true. Um, okay, so that was clip number one. Did this you is, guys make it down to the to the cashew shack? We went to... Well, you went with us. You were oh, there, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. You remember? <laughs> um, what? That was not... <laughs> Even though you were technically listening to an episode of it, you were with us. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I went to the bathroom. I didn't know if you guys you like took too, a, too many martinis at the Hilton. Took a quick. Um, that was a joke. Um. So the second. The answer clip, is no. The answer by is the no. way, you no. did not. No, we did not. We went to the Philly cheesesteak though. That was some was good. good. Fi- it yeah. was good. I smelled like food the rest of the day, but that, it was great. <laughs> But I feel like food most days, so this is what it is. All right, check this out. The second clip is called In the Car 2. Titled by Phil, Karen Best for Mayor, (laughs) Branson Landing, and Parking. Um, Again, you guys guys have all written in so many letters to us wanting to know the the inside scoop. When we're in the car going somewhere, what's happening? (laughs) Guess what? You got your wish. Here it is, in the car too. Karen Best for Mayor, Branson Landing, and parking. Panabaker, well, a lot of things, Panabaker, ask Panabaker, a lot of things can happen in your 10 seconds of, and go, 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 go. They're like, open the, open the curtain, me brush, brush her rear end. Here we go, I'm sorry, sorry. Oh, help me. Don't kick us out. Please, don't kick us out, I'm so sorry. Don't tell, don't tell Flash. 
Yeah, don't tell him to kill her, Frost. Anyway, so we're here in Branson, home of um, B-level country music stars. Uh, what a great place. I really do like Branson. My parents love it here. They love Branson. They come. They've spent so much money in Branson. They built They built the tourist center here is how much money they, they, they've spent in Branson. Um, Karen Best running for mayor. I think survey says she may be the best option for mayor. That's right. Karen Best. Uh, Parakeet Pete's. This this segment is sponsored by Parakeet Pete's. Ride, ride in a hot air balloon up approximately 45 feet and then look at a shopping center from above. That's right. Parakeet Pete's. Yep. Come on down. We're here at the Branson Landing. Um, we talked earlier about cashews and nuts and cinnamon-covered nuts and Phil has denied, denied, three times denied that he will be eating um, any sort of cinnamon-covered anything. No, you said cinnamon sugar. I got no idea, Phil. Your your guess is as good as mine. Uh, you're driving, so you pick. You pick. I'm thinking we're going to Waxy O'Shea's later. I've got a detour here. Look at these nerds over here. Look at these women. What are they? What's their cosplay? What are they dressed up as? Yes, modern consumers. What are you ladies? Uh, we're uh, housewives and moms. Great. Just dropped me off in the front right there, right in front of that guy with the... Yes, that guy is a definitely hello. Is that Hagrid? <laughs> Private parking. Oh. Now, two to three options. It looks like Downtown parking. Are we going to have to pay for parking, Phil? I hope not. I'm sorry if we do. Downtown parking. Making my way downtown. If I could. No, nope, can't get in there. Into the sky. Makes me think time could pass us. But is that, oh, that's two hour parking back there. Uh, Huh? Is that the plan? Okay, that's fine. Oh, okay, all right. If I could fall into, I don't really. It doesn't matter to me either way. So you guys let me know. I guess it's just that one. It's that one entrance, man. It's one way in. I don't know. I know that there are streets and the free parking garage is open. So let's go to the free. Oh, there's the free parking. Thank you to the... Oh, this person's never driven before. <laughs> she's never driven before. Oh, she, she did. She looked, she's not an ugly person. You know, we're, we're, can I say this? We're, we're going to forgive it is, her. Oh, my gosh. It scared me to death. Oh, my gosh. Is that a heart attack? On, on, am I being recorded right now? Yes. Okay. I'm, I almost had a heart attack because you... Yelled free parking, Jared. Yeah, well, they're about to pull up, so you got to make the... It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> got to make a loop. I, I don't know. Let's just let him do his thing, Dad. I'm yelling at us. It's okay. If they'll pull out, we'll be fine. Or if nothing else, we can park in the candy store. Candy store for violators. 
it's going to be a hard shot to get in there. And this is one replacing one Hyundai replacing another. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't know I was being recorded in that last part, and it was kind of crazy. But we had fun. Yeah. It was fun. Good audio. It's okay. It's definitely okay. <laughs> but you know what's some great audio? You guys know what's some great audio? What? Courtney and Elijah Dean are friends, friends of the podcast. Longtime Vision Con goers. Yes, and listeners of the podcast. And also, um, their dad, Jimmy Dean. Has been on an episode of the podcast, mm-hmm. the Batman vs Superman um, extravaganza. His uh, notorious rant about the uh, Superman yeah. pool of doom. And Elijah backs up his dad on this one too. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he mentions it. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so Jimmy was also on the Howard the Duck preview episode. He was. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, we need to have him back on. We need to have these two deans, and we we need to have the whole dean. <gasps> The Dean you have plan. an episode of a whole all the deans talking movies. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right. So um, <laughs> here it is. Courtney and Elijah Dean at VisionCon. And we be talking about all the happenings at VisionCon. And hit that button, Phil. Um, okay, so we're here with Elijah and Courtney Dean. And uh, guys, um, tell us a little bit. What do you think about VisionCon? I, I love grab, it. Grab oh. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's just like the perfect size. It's like a perfect size for just being able to have fun. There's vendors here, but it's like a very low amount, and it's really nice because it's not so crowded, really, and you don't have to push through people awesome. to get to places. Compared to, like, Planet Comic Con, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Tell us. Tell us about a horrible movie and why it's a horrible movie. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> because the well was the most dangerous thing in the whole entire movie. Best. Best. All right. Courtney. Courtney. Same thing. Tell us a little bit about Vision Con. Tell us about a horrible movie. Well, you know, Vision Con, it is, like Elijah said, nice and small and cozy. Um, and I know last year we met, was it Scott McNeil? Yes. And he was so chill. He just walked around and handed out autographs and took pictures with everyone. It was really nice. So when you get a celebrity like that at something like this and they're so nice and chill about it, it's cool. <clears throat> This is our second or third year, right? Second year. Um, I like to shop. I've already bought eight bookmarks from the bookmark guy. <laughs> um, so that is my plan. I don't know about Elijah. Well, I, I'm just going to go to panels, really. <laughs> he, he likes the panels. I like to shop. Guys, thanks. We'll see you again. Uh, everyone, we're out. We'll be back in a second. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Um, yeah. What would you guys think about the size of the con? I thought it was, um, you know, honestly, the the building it's in, there's room to grow into it, but it didn't, it, but they used the space they, they, that they were using. But that is a big building, and they could do a lot of stuff with that with that area there. It's a cool building. Yeah. And I thought it was about the right size. It was fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like pressed into a subway. 
it, I mean, it was I had space to wander around without bumping up and getting yeah. pickpocketed. Absolutely. Yeah, I I like Planet Planet Comic Con because it has more booths, more things to look at. Um, I thought the comic book selection at at Branson was maybe a little low, mm. um, whereas it's it's really good at at Planet Comic Con, but. What I definitely did not miss about not being at Planet Comic Con <laughs> was um, the crowds. Like, do you guys remember how long it took just to cross the floor? Like, yeah. to go from one side yeah. Yeah. of the vendor floor to the other? It took like five minutes. Yeah. Um, and it was maybe the size of uh, a football field, maybe a football field and a half in it's length. Huge. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was nice. I mean, I, I, I thought it was nice for change. Um, I, um, I, I liked Vision Con in general. It was good seeing the, uh, the, the deans there, too. Yeah. They, they were having a good time. Yeah, we saw them later. And they were, and they were there a lot more than we were. Like they went all three days. So they were big time. On they had a hotel room there and everything. They didn't drive in like you heard earlier in this podcast of us <laughs> driving in having to park. <laughs> um, Courtney did a cosplay. Yeah, just as Apple from. Have you guys seen Turbo Kid? No, I've not seen Turbo Kid. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I saw some like trailer. I guess it's a Netflix series or not series. Maybe it's just on a movie. Netflix. Yeah, it's like a post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Mad Max on uh, bicycles. So weird. That's what they described it as. And uh, Laurie, a frequent guest of the podcast, and Jared's yeah. wife, um, helped design that. Uh, had she seen... Obviously, she looked at pictures online. She she hadn't seen it before doing that, but hey, she. I mean, she Courtney nailed, it, nailed the, the costume. Yeah. She was... She looked just like her. I didn't realize how true it was until I looked up a picture of the character, but yeah, once I saw it online, I was like, wow, she, cool. she did a good job. Cosplay was fun though. Uh, yeah. Some of the people really, you know, and, and that's we talked about this with Andrea Smith is that uh, Comic Cons are so non judgmental. Like people just go for their outfits. Yep. And, and they just oh, wear proudly. You know it. So. so whenever I go and I dress up as, you know, Ursula the Sea Witch from Little Mermaid, <laughs> no one judges me. <laughs> yeah. It's very tough to get in that outfit. And then it's also tough. To have all those uh, pool noodles coming out of my tentacles. <laughs> okay, moving on. David Peterson from Angst Novels. There were. Um, I, I just wanted to see, see you sing Poor Unfortunate Souls. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> um, uh, licensing. I'm good. We couldn't you get that. Can I, I'll sing you, ne- you Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me, but that's the wrong one. Um, David Peterson from Angst Novels. We ran into David uh, and we went and talked to him, and he had some ladies. What are they called? His his muses? That, booth babes? His booth he calls babes. them the, his his muses, the the angst girls. Angst girls. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, David Peterson though, angst novels. Uh you'd like to hear it? Here it goes. Hill a uh, fit hill. <laughs> hill, hill. <laughs> I, I do declare. <laughs> I do declare the angst novels. All right. Phil, tell us a little bit about angst novels by hitting the button. <laughs> so David Peterson will talk. See ya. I can, I can do that. Hey guys, this is Jack. Uh, we're here with David Peterson, and he has angst novels. Is that correct? Yeah, I've got a lot of angst. Um, I write a fantasy series called Angst. Uh, I refer to it as a midlife crisis in medieval times, and it's about you know most hero 
most fantasies that I read growing up were hero stories. Young people with great power and potential and no direction, and they meet a wizard and sends them on a path to becoming a hero. Angst is the guy that got passed up for all of that. <laughs> so he's in his 40s, he's going through a midlife crisis, and he knows the only way his life would be better is if he was a hero, like a knight in shining armor. It's kind of a be careful what you wish for when all havoc wreaks uh, loose in the world that he's in. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and so how many books do you have total? I just came out with the fourth book in the series in December, and the series will have five books when I'm complete, and it's all it all needs to be read in order. Okay. Where, where can people um, kind of hook up with your content? And then tell us a little bit about let me, social media or your website. Uh, www. I'll try that again. www.gotangst, like got milk. Uh, gotangst.com is my website. It's got links to all of the uh, places you can get it, like Amazon and and I, iTunes and, and Barnes and & Noble and pretty much everywhere online. Very cool. Well, um, we need to have you on the podcast sometime. Oh, that would be fantastic. And uh, thanks for coming on. All right. That was David Peterson from Angst Novels, David Peterson. Um, sounds good, right? Yeah, I looked up some of his books on Amazon. They look interesting and reasonably priced. Oh, collect the whole yeah. set. Um, next up, we have another author, Shane Moore. Uh, he wrote The Apocalypse <laughs> of Enoch. And I um, truly enjoyed listening to Shane Moore talk. He His approach to writing these books... Which, by the way, they've been optioned twice. The series has been optioned twice now um, to be turned into movies. Pretty awesome. He's friends with Chewbacca. He's friends with Peter Mayhew. Oh. That's Chewbacca, Phil. It's like, you know Chewbacca's not real. Right? He's real. <laughs> and he's friends with a bunch of other people, too. Pretty cool. So anyway, here it is. Um, Shane Moore. And he wrote... Some great books, and like to hear him. Here he goes. Bye bye. Hey, this is Jack. I'm back here, and we're with Shane Moore uh, with the series Apocalypse of Enoch. Shane, tell us about your series. Well, the Apocalypse of Enoch. I was approached by New Babel Books to write in 2011, and I felt like I really couldn't bring anything to the zombie genre that hadn't already been done. So I turned the project down. Like three or four months later, I was eating dinner with my wife and we were discussing uh, a biblical rapture, how it's not really specifically mentioned, but what would happen. And, and I said, well, what if they, they, it occurred and they took their souls while they're alive? And my wife says, well, they'd be wandering around like zombies, I guess. And of course, instantly light bulbs went off. I started outlining on napkins, uh, called the publisher back up and said, hey, did you ever find a writer to do this project that you wanted? They said, no, everyone that we approached pretty much said the same thing that you did. So I said, well, I have a new idea. I said, shoot me over the non-disclosure. I'll then file the proposal. So they shot me non-disclosure. I emailed the proposal over and then started the very fast progress of uh, getting everything outlined. Because now we're in, we were in middle of 2011. They wanted a 2012 launch because of the, you know, the Mayan end of the world thing. Yeah, right on. So we went back and forth and they, it, it turned out that uh, the timeline to get it done on time was I had to write the entire novel in 60 days. <laughs> and, uh, so I lived it. I was the guy at Starbucks. I was the stereotypical guy. I went to Starbucks at open and I stayed till close. I lived on coffee and their $6 sandwiches. And, uh, I, they, they're in, yeah, yeah, they are. And I did it in uh, 59 days, 18 hours from when I hit submit. So it took off, became my publisher's number one seller. 
and uh, shot to the top. It's now a sequel. Has a, it, It's a full series. Now has three books in the series. It's did two spinoff series. I have franchise writers now writing in that series. It's been optioned by Artist Films in L.A. for a TV pilot. So we'll see if they anything, if it comes out or doesn't come out. And I had so much success off of it. I bought one of my publishing companies, moved all of my titles over there. So, uh, um, you know, it's really done well. Um, like I said, we do the horror movie podcast. Can you think of just, I know this is on the fly here, right. a horrible movie that you can think of maybe the worst movie you've ever seen in a the theater yep. or you have one in the, oh, yeah. so I right, it's Hawk the Slayer okay. as Jack Palance. Are you familiar <laughs> with this movie? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's Hawk the Slayer and he's the villain and he does his Ripley's believe it or not as the villain. So he's the villain, and he'll go say something to the effect of the hero, or something, you know, something to that effect. It's a horrible, horrible movie. Um, it's so it's so bad that it would be good, but it went it was too bad. Like it was so bad that it would be good, and it went over back into bad again. So if you get a chance, check out uh, Hawk the Slayer. It's it's pretty rough. Awesome. Well, Shane, thanks for coming on, and uh, you need to come on our podcast sometime. Sure, absolutely. And we'll do it. All right. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Just uh, grab a card over there and hit me up. I'm pretty active on social media. So. All right. Oh, actually, tell us a little bit about your social media and how people can connect with you. Well, I'm not on Instagram because I'm not attractive. There you go. I'm not either. <laughs> so you can. Uh, you actually have a look, though. Mine's just like this. <laughs> the, the, so you so you look normal and I look like a weirdo. I have a mohawk mullet. I mean, how do you beat that? I thought about shaving my head, but keeping the mullet in the back and call it a skullet is what I've been considering. Yeah, 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 exactly. Except it's black or whatever. But, but uh, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at the Dorky Shane. That's me. And then on Facebook, let's look for Shane Moore or author Shane Moore. If it doesn't have the blue verified check mark, it's not me. So, all right, guys, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, Shane Moore. Um, a great author and a very good interview. And we had a good talk after, actually, after we yeah. turned the recording off, it's like he really ramped up the, um, kind of the process. We started talking about how, if you write a book and the things that go into doing that. Yeah. And I always think about trying to do that. And then I'm like, uh, you, you, you even said that to him yeah. about his process. And, and the interesting thing that he was talking about, um, is the amount of research that he puts in like the, the methodical research of the different type of virus that causes the zombie and the mitochondria, whatever. I don't know what he was saying, but... Yeah, I mean, it's like he like, knew what he's talking about. Yeah. It's like forensic science science behind yeah. it. Well, and, and I think some of that forensic science came into his previous profession, which he was actually like a law enforcement mm -hmm. officer. And he was mm -hmm. in, also in the military before that. Yeah, so, so he brings all of that to the table with, with his writings. So. Pretty awesome. Yeah, check it out. Um, next up... On the um, day's work there is at the Vision Con. I don't know where this, where this turned into there. Ben <laughs> Reader. It's Ben, B-E-N, and then Reader, R-E-E-D-E-R. -E -E he is the author of the Demon's Apprentice series. Hmm. And um, he talks a little bit about that. Phil, you have that clip ready? Yeah, are we, are we doing just Ben Reader? Just Ben Reader this time. Okay. Start out with. Here's Ben. And go. All right. We're here with Ben Reader and Neil Cordray. Ben, you're the author of the Demon Apprentice series. The Demon's Apprentice series. Correct. Yes. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, the Demon's Apprentice series is a, a story of Chance Fortunato. Uh, got sold to a demon when he was about seven and uh, got away when he was 15. And he's trying to live a normal life. He's trying to be a good guy, but he's just not equipped for it. Does not have the skills. So um, he ends up living with his mother, uh, going to normal high school uh, and finding a new mentor. But his old life keeps showing back up as well. Uh, there's four books in the series, The Demon's Apprentice, Page of Swords, Vision Quest, and Charm School. Um, and the next one out is going to be a series of short stories called In Absentia, because he's not there uh, during Charm School. He's, he's away from home. And uh, In Absentia covers what happens at home while he's away. And uh, it's my... It's my um, it's my best series. It's the one that makes, you know, that uh, has the most readers. So it's the one that allows me to do this for a living. So, yeah, I, I got to be a full-time writer uh, once Page of Swords came out. So, um, yeah. Tell everybody, where can they kind of connect with you? Where can they, one, where can they uh, find this series? Um, and then where can they um, kind of connect with you? Okay. Uh, the Demon's Apprentice series and my Zompok Survivor series are both on Amazon.com, uh, exclusively on Amazon.com. If you look under my name or Demon's Apprentice or Zompok Survivor, you'll find my books there. Now, if you're wanting to connect with me in a more personal manner, um, first of all, you're going to have to get past my girlfriend. But <laughs> um, on Facebook, uh, I am under Ben S. Reader, author, uh, or The One True Ben. Um, also on Twitter, The One True Ben. My website is chancefortunato.com. That's uh, uh, chancefortunato.com. Now, I'm going to be changing that soon, but that, that'll, be, uh, that'll reconnect, and by then I'll have the new website and name out and everything. So uh, that's how you can get a hold of me. Ben, thank you so much, man. Awesome. All right, so uh, that was Ben Reader. Uh, very, very interesting stuff there, the Demon's Apprentice series. Uh, next up, and the final clip of the day before our final segment, um, the, the clip here is uh, a guy named Neil Cordray from the Geek Fanthology podcast. And um, Neil here is going to tell you about Geek Fanthology. It's a podcast. And the, this is not an insult because it's in their name, but this guy is a total geek, and you will understand wh why I say that when you hear... I don't think he would... He, he would like that. Yeah, he didn't seem like someone who would be offended by <laughs> no. what you just said. But when, when you hear what gave him the idea to start their podcast, you'll know that he's a geek. Got it. Yeah. And... Geek Geek All right, so Neil, yes. you do a podcast, and it's Geek Fanthology. Tell us about it. Uh, Geek Fanthology is a podcast that me and a group of friends, uh, we, we had the idea initially while we were sitting at the back table at a wedding reception talking about what was better, uh, Deep Space Nine or Babylon 5. Uh, <laughs> and we, we determined, man, you know, we, we, could, we could record these. So we started recording them. Uh, we uh, we talk about whatever uh, we, we have it. We, we we set a topic that we're going to talk about for each episode, um, and we talk about it for about an hour to an hour and a half. Um, we our episodes come out on Saturdays at uh, at www.workingtheoryproductions.com, um, and yeah, um, this week we did a review of John Wick two. Uh, episode just went live today. Um, 
at least day of recording. Uh, <laughs> um, next episode's coming up. We're gonna we've got one on uh, sequels to movies that we would like to see. Uh, we've got a couple episodes in the can for just whenever we want to publish them. Uh, talking about the Fallout game, uh, Fallout games specifically, Fallout Two, and uh, I've all got I've got a couple top tens that I can just kind of throw out if we ever can't record for a week. Um, you can find uh, you can find our the podcast at www.workingtheoryproductions.com. Uh, we are on Facebook under Geek Fanthology. That is G E E K. Then the word anthology with an F at the beginning. Um, we are not on Twitter yet, but I am hoping to uh, be setting that up soon. I just have not gotten around to it. Um, we are also uh, located on Stitcher Audio and iTunes under uh, Geek Fanthology. Neil, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, thanks. Well, folks, Vision Con. Wait, I, I got one thing to say about him. So, um, if you <laughs> if you look up their podcast, episode seventeen, season one, episode seventeen, which aired on on Christmas, uh, yeah. what what mo- what movie did they review, Jack? Was it gold? Gold. Uh, they reviewed the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yes. <laughs> So did we. <laughs> so yeah. So if you if you liked our episode, you can go check theirs. Yep. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. All right. So that brings us to let's just talk real quick briefly about John Wistership. And he um, had his panel, and it was great. He did a great job. He walked around the crowd. He took a lot of great questions. Um, he had a mic. The one presenter guy from Mystery Hour had a mic, and the PA guy also had a mic. So that was good. Mm-hmm. A lot of people with mics in that panel. <laughs> and um, people, a lot of people walking around. And It was hard to uh, keep the audio level there because he was walking around everywhere. Got a lot of feedback. Yeah, a little feedback. But, again, hey, I, don't think, fun, I, don't, I don't think anyone probably anticipated him doing that in that panel. So. No. Uh, he was a really interesting guy, though. Obviously, um, and he's probably what? Mid fifties, probably. You think he's in great shape? Yeah, he um, definitely is one of those people. If PA were here or Ian Ross, PA Browning or Ian Ross were here, they'd talk about um, you know the dolphin embryos that he ate to look the way he looks. So sixty-two. Yeah, he's a good looking. Oh man, I would have never guessed that high. He's jumping around. And that would it. My question, had he called on me, would have been, how fast in real life can you run a mile? People yeah. want to know those things, Phil. It's not a stupid question. What was your question? Inquiring minds. I, I never got to answer, ask my question because somebody else felt like he had to ask I was on question. the front row, man. I was on the front row. in there and stole the question. <laughs> um, so what, what, what was your question? What would it have been, Phil? Well, to be fair, it wasn't my question. My wife wanted me to ask, uh, what John W. Ship, what do you think finds unique were interesting about the character, the comic book character, the Flash, uh, versus other characters. Like other than his powers, what he can do, what's unique about him? Speed reading. What Speed. would you say? How would you answer that question, Jack? Um, say it again. What's unique about the Flash? Like besides his powers, like take that completely out of the. What's equation. unique about him? Yeah, just the, he the has character. One power that Superman already has. That's what you. You can't about talk. Him. No, I. I, I, I I prefaced, I, I prefaced the question, didn't I, Jared? Yes. Okay. Do you <laughs> not was, mention powers in any way? Oh. What makes the Flash unique? Um, I can answer that. He well, he asked me. Um, oh, dang it. So, um, 
there is. Um, he is funny. He's got a quick wit about him. Yes, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I thought you were I'll, saying, I'll that. yes, that is the answer. <laughs> the and Wikipedia thing. says, yeah. Now, now yeah, here's what it. I will say. Here's what I will say. And I like Grant Gustin as a Flash. Yeah, he's but, great. But he doesn't have the Flash's quick wit that, no. the, that Flash has in comics or in any other incanta- incarnation. Incantation. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Bippity boppity boom. Well, and I don't think Ezra Miller does either. Like I look at Ezra Miller on the on the on the the new Flash that's in the DC movies. I don't. I I don't see that. They make that him much. pretty sarcastic in the. He in his is little... a little sardonic. Yeah. Uh, he sardonic. Yeah. Nice. I like his. Um. He and Quicksilver from the X Men. Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. I like the way they utilize their speed force stuff and how they're fast. Mm-hmm. And it's like the world around them is basically end up moving slowly because of how fast they're moving. I like that. As opposed to the zip, 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 like, like Sheldon Cooper is, you know, hopped up on <laughs> maple syrup or something. So. Yeah, I, I love Grant Gustin's incarnation of the character. It's really, really good. He's a fantastic actor. I, I could see him in other things. But they're not really going for levity with the movies. Oh, this is true. They're going to be dark and serious. <coughs> dark. So, uh, Jack, you did get to ask uh, John Wesley Ship a question. What What did you ask him? I asked him. Yeah, we all want to know what, what you had to was, ask him. Okay, what <laughs> the between playing The Flash in 1990 and playing The Flash in 2017, what 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 differences do you see in the reaction that that and the reception that he's gotten from people? And he loved that question. I think I had the best question. That, I think I was. Is that why he turned uh, away from you and talked to the audience? Oh, but he cut me off halfway. He's like, oh, 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 what a great question. Oh, and then he talked for like 10 minutes about it. Standing in a chair yes, three right. feet away he, from you. It's so important. He had, to, he had to get as high as he could and shout it from the rooftops. That's how good my question was. We have audio of it, but it's not he, a great audio. He seemed to like it. He. He called me later and told me how great it was. Oh, good. Was. So, I'm glad he did that. He was tired, though. He told me how tired he was. All right. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of this episode, folks. And we have one last segment, and it's called Credits. Phil, roll those credits. I'd like to thank Hawk for making our day great. I'd like to thank John Wesley Ship for getting... Getting... Awake enough. <coughs> mm. Mm. To uh, becoming awake enough to do his panel. I'd like to thank Neil Cordray uh, for confirming that Babylon 5 is better. Um, I would like to thank Phil and Jared for putting up with my uh, rudeness. Uh, Courtney Dean and Elijah Dean and all the Deans. Thanks, guys, for coming out. Um, they were all there. The whole crew was there and it was awesome and I loved it and I wanted to hug them all I wanted to catch them all as if they were Pikachu um, also I wanted to thank all the authors that came on this week on the podcast I would like to thank Karen Best for her mail her, her mayor, mayoral um, run good luck first lady best we think you're the best I would like to thank the Branson Landing for the fire show and the Philly cheesesteaks. I would like to thank Phil again for picking out the Philly cheesesteaks. 
I suggested several sit-down places, and they were shut down immediately. <laughs> but we ended up going to the Philly Cheesesteak place. It was great. I would like to thank Starbucks for cranking me up and picking me up whenever I'd fallen and um, pumping me up to go do more. And I want to thank all the cosplay people because the overwhelming majority of you made this a great experience for all of us. Wink, wink. Trust me. You did. Um, Some of you, a little too much. But, again, no judging here. Thanks for coming out. And, um, yeah, Master Chief, thank you so much for doing the buffer and the or the opener on our uh, podcast today. Um, we'll have you on sometime. We would love to have you on. We don't have time for you this week, though. But next week, maybe the week after. Um, also, um, Neil Cordray from the Geek Fanthology for telling us that Babylon 5 is better. Um, and once again, um, Tree Nuts... Shoplifter and Karen Best for mayor, and also Neil Cordray as well. Again, thank you so much. Vision Con, we'll see you next year. Uh, they've already announced who's going to be at it, and it's going to be Neil Cordray from Geek Anthology. Thanks so much. God bless everybody. Vision Con, Vision Con, Vision Con. Vision Con. Woo, yeah, Vision Con coming to your house. Watch out, don't tell anyone that that's not Mickey Mouse. It's a cosplay person. Ooh, it's a cosplay person. I'm going to go as the cos when I go cosplay. That's right, it's Bill Cosby. Oh, Cosby. Cosby cosplay freaking you out. I'm wearing a sweater and I'm beating up pudding pop. Coming to your house, don't take those pills. <laughs> cosplay! Cosby cosplay! Oh, God. Jello pudding. Jello pudding pops. Also, his roofie.